Hey everybody, welcome to Kingdom Smarts. I'm Jake. And I'm Shannon. And today we're we're doing more Kingdom Hearts. I I hell if I can tell you where where we're going. Oh, uh, we're back in Atlantica. Right. Yeah, Little Mermaid. Yes. I probably complained a lot. Yes. So previously on Kingdom Smarts, we did the did we finish the um the whale gut last time? I believe so, yeah. Okay. I don't remember if we finished that in the one. No, because I edited that one and we didn't go there yet. So we finished the 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 whale. Monstro. Yeah, uh, Monstro. Uh, and then I think we went right to Atlantica? Yes. Okay. And so in Atlantica, you can move in the Z-axis and it makes it terrible. Yep. That's all I remember. Uh, what all did we do? I think we, we met Ariel. We learned how to swim. We lied very badly that we're not from this ocean. Uh, then I think we just met Triton, and Triton was a piece of shit to Ariel, like he does. Yep. She swam away, all pouty. We went and found a little crystal trident, and then we fought a shark. And the shark was not named Bruce. Yeah, but I kept calling it Bruce. But we did talk about it being called Bruce. Yes, okay, alright, now I'm back on board. Okay. So, I guess with that, uh, are you ready? Yep. Your time begins now. Okay, so I think we left off at the shark battle. And we found that crystal, and then we go back to Ariel's Grotto, where she has all of her shit. Yep. And uh, there was a little convenient imprint in the exact same shape as the crystal trident we just found. So we put it in, and it starts glowing. And then King Trident shows up and does the Little Mermaid thing where he gets super pissed and, like, points his trident at it and blows it up. So he blows up the crystal and the hole that it was in? Just the crystal. Just the crystal. Okay. Is it, yeah, I'll get rid of this fucking imprint. How dare you? <laughs> Stop graffitiing your wall, Ariel. You're a princess. Act like one. <laughs> After that, Ariel gets really upset, and I keep wanting to say runs away, but she's a mermaid. She doesn't have legs. She swims away. <laughs> and at least, uh, then Trident just turns to Sora, and he's just like, look, I know you're full of shit. You're not from another ocean. I'm the fucking king of the oceans. I know you. <laughs> I know the oceans. Yeah. I know like, from oceans. He's like, I know you're not from this world, which means you must be the key, the key bearer. I don't want you here. The ki- the Keyblade brings nothing but uh, ruin and just destroys all the peace that we all these worlds have set up. So just get out of here. And then oh, he geez. leaves. Dad putting his foot down. Yep. Well, Finn. this Flynn <laughs> flipper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then Soros is kind of like a little bit upset where he's just like, oh, I'm just I'm trying to help. I'm not trying to like ruin everything. And then after Ariel, Ariel has run away, uh, Floatsome and Jetsome show up, the two eels that Ursula had. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, and again, it goes very similar to the Little Mermaid movie where they're just kind of doing the taking turns talking to, like, seduce Ariel to come with them. Right. Where they're just like, oh, yeah, that's so sad that your dad's destroying all your stuff. If only there was some witch you could talk to that could help you. Oh, wait. Oh, I'm just now remembering there might be one this way yeah so they take her to bring to go see ursula and ursula's just like oh so you want to go to other worlds yeah you know what that makes sense i mean you just met three people from another world oh oops you didn't know that oh oh yeah because ursula's on the council of villains so she knows what's up okay using her witchy wiles yeah she's like look i can take you to another world but i don't have any way to travel and like how those Three have that weird keyblade. If only I had something that could match that kind of power. And maybe we could go find that keyhole. 
I can help you out. So why don't you just take me to the palace and I can see what I can find? And uh. since Ariel still has the same, same great reasoning as movie Ariel, she's like, yeah, that's a great idea. Let's just go <laughs> to my, my dad's throne. No big deal. You don't look sinister at all. That's fine. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so then she gets taken to, uh, she takes Ursula to the palace. And Ursula just kind of straight up steals the trident. And it's just like, oh, sweet. Now I have all the power. Thanks. Was her dad like asleep or did she just like he's just pickpocket not there. him? Okay, he's he's off. Oh no, he just like leaves it on his throat and like walks away real quick. I guess. Oh no, that's a weird move. What's his name? Trident. Trident has a trident. That's what I was getting tripped up. Okay, yeah. Hey, maybe in the future, take your super powerful weapon with you. Yeah. That's my advice to you. Yeah, like where was he going? Was it like a mermaid bathroom that he had to run to real quick, and he just didn't want to take his trident and be rude? Yeah, and like, like, could you not fit it through the door? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, why? Why did you leave it? Yeah, so Ursula takes the trident and floats up and jets some come over. And I was like, ah, oh, the key, the keyhole's not here. Let's just get out of here before he comes back and tries to take this away. So she leaves with the trident and Ariel's all upset. And then like, tri- uh, trident shows back up and he's like all weakened now. Was he there the whole time? I feel like he wasn't. But then he's just suddenly sitting in his throne and just like really weak. He's, oh, my tri- if only I would have taken my trident to go pee with me. <laughs> oh, no. They're fish. Can't they go anywhere? They could just pee wherever. This would be a nightmare world. Just. <laughs> just... <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> this would be. Ter- it, I mean, on the upside, it would always be kind of warm. <laughs> Also, you're like a fish person, so I doubt you give a shit. Yeah, I mean, but Sora is definitely breathing in uh, some some merman pee, like just all the time. Oh no, Sora, go home. Sora, buddy, you got to get out there. This this all could have been avoided if you just had a shirt. <laughs> uh, Sora, Donald, and Goofy show up, and there's with uh, and Ariel explains what happens. They're like, "Oh, we'll go beat up Ursula and take it back," and Ariel's like. This is my mistake. I'm coming with you. They're like, yeah, let's go beat up Ursula together then. So then you go to Ursula's grotto and you get to have your first boss fight with Ursula, which is really tedious and frustrating. <laughs> it's um, it's in her grotto and she's got like this little like cauldron in the middle that she's making spells with and you have to attack both the cauldron and then eventually she'll get knocked out. Like I think you make it explode and all the spells rebound and hit her and the two eels. And then you have to simultaneously, like, beat the shit out of all three of them. That sounds awful. Yeah, and then they'll regain consciousness and, like, just go back to moving and you have to focus. Like, you can chase them around, but you have to, like, make the cauldron explode so they'll stop. Right. It's just one of those, like, it's just so tedious. It's frustrating. But Mm. then, like, you eventually beat them and Floatsome and Jetsome just, like, explode. And Ursula gets all sad. She doesn't say the my poopsie, which makes me really sad. For some reason, I just love that line in the original movie. Instead, she just, like, screams. And I was like, oh, that's kind of more upsetting. <laughs> no, no. And then um, if she does, again, toward, like, the end of Little Mermaid, she just grows huge with the trident. And then you get a second boss battle with her after you chase her down to, like, a bigger part of the ocean so you can ch- uh, take up more space. And it's yet another boss battle that's really tedious and frustrating. And now you can float upwards, though. Yeah, you just have to, like, attack her face, and, like, she'll push, she'll, like, either suck you in or, like, push you away, but you have to, like, keep attacking, like, the back of her head or just somewhere on her head. It's just easier on the back of her head. 
Okay. But, like, it's a struggle to get up there, and she keeps, like, pushing you away, and you're just like, oh, my God. Is she very big? She's very big, yeah. Even in the first boss fight, is in she the, the second, same? In the first boss fight, she's normal size, and then she runs away to go into, like, a bigger part of the ocean, and then she uses the trident to grow huge. Oh, okay, she uses the trident to grow. Okay, I was like, I don't remember how big she was in the movie. I don't... <laughs> Uh, yeah, she's just monstrous. Take me to your throne room. I'm. I don't worry about me. I'm fine. She's breaking all the doorways. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's like uh, remember at the end when she grows huge and Eric kills her with the ship. No, that sounds awesome. It's been a very long time since I've seen Little Mermaid. I need to re up. Oh well, it's a very good movie, and she gets big enough to be speared in the heart with a, a whole ship. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that's fucking rad. <laughs> it's a hell of a way to go. Yeah. But yeah, uh, Sora doesn't drive a ship into our heart though he just beats up the back of her head till she eventually just kind of stops <laughs> i can't remember if she dies or anything i think she does i think i do remember like her little like crown that she made falling and then like the trident falls but i can't remember what happens to her uh Sora's just had so much practice getting knocked unconscious he knows exactly how to do it to other people now <laughs> <laughs> so he just knocked her unconscious <laughs> i learned from the best <laughs> And um, then you get the trident back, and you go back, and Ariel and uh, Trident make up. He apologizes for being a giant dick, and she apologizes for being 16. <laughs> and then he fixes the little trident uh, crystal, and you put it back in the uh, little indention, and it turns into the keyhole. So then you get to lock the world. Okay. And then after that, Sora goes and talks to Ariel, and she mentions something, and she's like, oh, I just... I still want to go see more worlds now, especially since you're from another one. Sora apologizes for lying to her. And she's like, no, it's cool. I get it. You had to. And she's like, and plus, you came from another world, which means I can go to another world. So it's not like anything really all that bad came out of this, except for that weird sea witch we had to murder together. We did have to do, we did have to commit a murder. (laughs) as our first act of friendship. Our second date was a murder. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but like... They're friends now because of it. It was a good yeah, bonding experience. That's all that matters. That's yeah. all that really matters. And then after that, you get a keyblade. You get the keyblade from this world, which is the crab claw. It's kind of ugly, but like in a cute way. Like it's a really bright, very little mermaid blue with like a little the little key part is a crab. Okay. So it's not like again. It's another one of those like I felt like you guys could have just done anything with Little Mermaid. Yeah, there's a lot. Yeah, but it's like a stick with a crab on it. So I was like, you know what? <laughs> Go minimal, that's fine. Literally nothing else in this game does, so someone has to. Right. (laughs) And let's see, Crab Claw is raises the max MP by one, enhances magic and summons, and deals decent physical damage. So it's actually a pretty good one, even if it's pretty good. Mostly just bright colors and nothing else. I guess that's what you're into. You know, if you're looking like I just want a bright colored simple keyblade, finally, you have a good option. That is true. Uh like later down the line in other like Kingdom Hearts games, there's no more simplistic keyblades. <laughs> They're all bananas. Yeah. So like this game was like, oh, here's like a crazy one. Here's like a cute little simple one. Then every other game was just like, what if we put everything from that world onto this? <laughs> we did it. Isn't there like a keyblade graveyard? Yes, that's in Birth by Sleep. Okay. I thought that was like the at the end of Kingdom Hearts 2, like a secret cutscene. It is a secret cutscene, and everyone assumed it was going to be for Kingdom Hearts 3, but it's totally for Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep. Okay. Because then you get to Birth by Sleep, and you see the three figures in those, like, outfits and the Keyblade Graveyard, and you're just like, oh! 
that you got you weren't announcing Kingdom Hearts three at all. No, not even close. And that came out like ten years ago. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. And then that's it for Atlantica. I think last time I said that Atlantica was optional, and then I got corrected on what it was. It's um both Atlantica and Halloween Town. Only one of them is necessary, but they can both be one or the other can be skipped. So you can do both of them, or but you only have to do one. Oh, because you have to do one or the other, but you don't have to do both. Yeah, so like if okay. you're doing a speed run, you can do Atlantica and skip Halloween Town, or do Halloween Town and skip Atlantica. Well, it sounds like you would skip Atlantica because it's hard to move around in there and it yeah. sucks. <laughs> so. Yes. And that's what our next one is. It's Halloween Town, which is Nightmare Before Christmas. Uh, so, uh, before we get to that, I would, uh, a couple days ago, I make a calendar whenever we start a new season of Morphin Grid and I put all of the, like for the length of that season, I put the release dates for everything that I do. Uh, but I was like, oh man, episode of Kingdom Smarts comes out on Halloween. And I was like, Shannon, can we stretch it to that? And you're like, it's in two worlds. No, we can't stretch it for a month <laughs> for, for, for two months. Yeah, I think um, the final world is going to be Hollow Bastion, which will pro- which can be stretched out because a lot of shit happens in Hollow Bastion. But Halloween Town is very basic. Okay, well, happy Halloween, everybody. Uh, <laughs> it came well, a little early. It's Nightmare Before Christmas. You can literally watch it at either holiday, which we're missing both holidays, but you can also just watch it whenever you want. Yeah. Uh, also, we're going to have like new avatars for the whole month of October. So like, that'll be sweet. Yeah. <laughs> It's, it's going to be there in spirit, and you can just go back and listen to us now. Yeah. <laughs> Bookmark this episode, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, so we get to go to Halloween Town, and it's very, it's the um, the town that they start in. Well, I guess it's Halloween Town, so there's really only the one town, but it's, um, God, I have Nightmare Before Christmas basically memorized. I used to read that script a lot when I was a kid. Okay. when you, How young? When you're a kid? How <laughs> young a kid? Uh, middle school and high school, I would carry around okay, the script okay. and read a lot. All right, I was that kid. I um, I have three uh Buffy the Vampire Slayer script books that have like three or four episodes in each, and I have read them a hundred times each. So like, I understand. I just when you say kid, I imagined like little six year old Shannon busted open the the fucking Nightmare Before Christmas script and just was like, oh, can't wait to dig into this again. No, I had a few more years before I got that boring. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I definitely had it printed out when I was at like my peak goth era where I was just like, I'm very Oh, oh hold on. You printed it out? Yeah. Oh, you didn't just like, they didn't sell it and you bought it. You like found it online. You kazaa downloaded it and then printed it out page by page. Maybe. <laughs> it was also the folder where I kept printed out song lyrics from anime openings and uh, the King of Fighters 99 um <laughs> move pages it sounds like the coolest folder in the history of mankind it was a sailor moon folder no big deal oh man this is amazing it's a miracle i have friends <laughs> how big was this script it wasn't that bad i think it okay. was like i don't know maybe like half an inch thick okay i don't know why i was like i i feel like it had to be like oh it's like two you know an inch and a half thick i just crammed it into the sailor moon folder that i had yeah no i wasn't carrying around like a manuscript it was okay just like, all right okay i don't even think i had to staple it i think i could use like a paper clip and it was fine 
Okay. All right. Well, well, I will. I will get off of the subject, though. I could ask a hundred more questions. Let's, let's. What's up with Halloween Town? Besides it being a Disney Channel original film franchise, <laughs> it's not that one. Yeah. So like, Marnie goes to Halloween Town, and she's got to get the sweat of a ghost and a vampire tooth. And I've never um, seen that movie, so that's the most I know about it. Oh man, it's pretty good. I, I don't want to say it's great. It's pretty good, and it holds up surprisingly well for. Uh, for it being a Disney Channel original movie from 1999, I think, or maybe 2000. That's fair. I mean, I was obsessed with Nightmare Before Christmas back when I was obsessed with Tim Burton, and Tim Burton didn't direct this movie. No, he didn't. Yeah, it was Henry Selleck. It's probably yeah. why it's still good. Did like did he produce it or something? Because his was name based is off like... of his story. Okay, because like I, his name is like inexorably attached to it, and I cannot, I could not figure out why. Yeah, it's based off of his story and his character designs, but he didn't write the screenplay. He he didn't direct it. Okay. So it was just one of those like he got to stamp his name all over it, then do none of the work. Yeah, what a jerk. I mean, I'm sure he did some of the work, but you know, I guess this was early '90s Tim Burton, so even if he did do a lot of work, it still would have been a good movie. He had a few more years before he crashed. Yeah, it's really when he met Johnny Depp. Post um, Ed Wood. Yeah, and Edward Scissorhands. Basically, anything after Sleepy Hollow, and Sleepy Hollow is just barely there. Sleepy Hollow, we're like not going to get to Halloween Town, I don't think. We're going <laughs> to. <laughs> um, we will, we will, I promise. Sleepy Hollow scares the crap out of me because I watched it when I was like 10 and um, I was at my friend's house and he fell asleep. So it's just me and Sleepy Hollow um, oh. for like two hours and it was just a horrible time. Um, but also, maybe. He's just very good at movies starring Johnny Depp, where Johnny Depp's character's name is Edward. You know what? That's fair. Once he started na- naming him different names, they went yeah, downhill. Should have just kept Edward. You know what would made? Fuck, what's a movie he's done recently? Did he do Dark Shadows? Yeah. Rename him Edward. Then maybe the movie would have been fine. That movie was terrible. It was very bad. <laughs> it was a very bad movie. But anyways, Halloween Town. So Halloween Town... <laughs> So it is the town of Nightmare Before Christmas, and it does like the the cute panning shot like it does at the beginning of the movie, but just without all the ghosts, because again, no background characters. No characters. Just stone silence, (laughs) except for like the music. You're just going through, and then like you see a bunch of like the heartless floating around, and like they're like the little ghost heartless from um, Monstro. Okay. But they're just kind of like floating around and being weird. And then we see Sora, Donald, and Goofy, and Sora's, like, in a little vampire costume. He's got little wings and, like, a little pumpkin mask on, like, one half of his face, and he's got little fangs. You posted a gif of this the other day. Yeah. Yeah, okay, I know what he looks like then. I actually just got, like, a new little plushie, because they started putting out Kingdom Hearts plushies, and it was exclusive to Hot Topic. Well, of course. Yeah, duh. (laughs) Obviously. And uh, there's uh, Donald Duck as a little mummy. And it's cool because, like, he's missing his midsection and, like, pieces of his arms, so he's just, like, floating in halves. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, um, you, you've already done the, the Halloween season image for uh, for the, the album art, and I'm, I was like, hey, my face is there, but my guts aren't. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> my guts and my arm is gone. Yep. Sorry, you're only going to be half a person now. That's fine. I'm, I'm barely half a person, if we're being honest. <laughs> <laughs> And then Goofy's like a little Frankenstein, like he's all spiky and he's got like a big screw instead of his little hat and like he's all stitched together and really cool. Nice. And um, they they go out to the center of town and they see all the Heartless. They're like, oh, the Heartless! And they try to attack them, but the Heartless just like aren't fighting back. So they kind of stop and I was like, wait, what? 
That's weird. Why are the Heartless fighting? And then Jack Skeleton does, like, his entrance where he comes out of that weird green fountain and, like, with his arms folded and unfolds them. But then he gets all mad because he's like, oh, the Heartless aren't dancing. They're supposed to dance. I guess we're going to have to go back to the drawing table. And so everyone's just kind of like, wait, what? What? Hold on. What? Why are you? You're going to make the Heartless dance? Are they are they fake heartless? Nope, they're real heartless. Is it because it's spooky? He's got spooky control over them. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're gonna find out in a bit. Uh, he okay. He's just like, all right, let's go back to the doctor and we'll see if we can reset up getting these heartless to listen to us. And Zora's just kind of like, all right, I guess we'll just follow this weird skeleton guy because there's no one else in this town, so we have to follow someone. What? Well. <laughs> <laughs> so you go with uh, Jack and you go to the doctor, the little guy like in the wheelchair that opens up his head and scratches yeah. his brain all the time. Sally's dad. Yeah, I think he's her creator something. Now I'm forgetting what is. I think it's just Frank. Frank. Yeah, I Frank think he's Bum. Frankenstein, but I feel like they had like another name for him. Uh, Frankenverter. That's, That's totally Rocky different Horror. thing. That's Rocky Horror. <laughs> this would be a very different movie. Okay, okay, Kingdom Hearts 3, Rocky Horror Land. They gotta, <laughs> Disney's got to own that by now. I don't think they do yet. Well, get on it, Disney. Make my dreams come true. (laughs) And then the the doctor's just like, oh, yeah, I guess let's try making a heart so we can control these heartless. So they bring out like a little like treasure chest looking thing that's got like a lock on it. And it's kind of like beating like a heart, which is kind of weird. And it's like, all right, let's just add like things that a heart has to this heart. But like we have to open it first. So Sora steps up and is all like, oh. I can open it for you and help you guys make a heart to control the heartless. To which Donald's just like, all right, hold, hold on. Hold on, please don't. Wait a minute. <laughs> He's just like, oh, uh, we shouldn't do that? Controlling the heartless? Like, that's what the bad guys do. And Sora's like, yeah, well, th- we won't have to fight them. Also, I want to see them dance. That sounds awesome. <laughs> and Donald's just like, no, no, it doesn't. But fine, you're the one with the keyblade. Do what you want. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I appreciate Donald not pooping on this particular party. Also, I looked it up. Is Doctor Finkelstein? Finkelstein. Okay. Finkelstein. I don't know how to pronounce it. I think it's Finkelstein. Actually, yeah. Now some of the dialogue from the movie just came flooding back. Okay. Yeah. I just I just activated yeah. the, the the goth sleeper cell. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my sweater's still white. All right. Okay, you're good. But uh, yeah. So then they he opens up the heart, and Jack's just like, "Oh, thank you so much. Who are you?" <laughs> So Sora, like, introduces himself. He's just like, oh, yeah, I'm Sora. Don't worry about why I'm here. And Jack's like, good point, I won't. Anyways, let's go back to building this heart. (laughs) So they put, like, a bunch of emotions in it, but they're, like, kind of cute, quirky emotions. We're like, oh, it's a pulse. And it's, like, a little frog that's just, like, riveting, but it looks like a beating heart. Okay, nice. My favorite one, he goes, we'll have fear. And it's just a plane of glass, and Finkelstein drags his hand down it. It makes, like, the psycho noise. Oh, nice. (laughs) It's like, oh, that's cute. I like that. And so they put a bunch of stuff in the heart for the emotions, and then they try controlling the heartless, and it doesn't react. And Jack's just like, darn, I guess we can't control the heartless. That's unfortunate. Then Finkelstein says something about it. He's like, oh, I know what this heart needs. It needs memory. Go find Sally. She probably has memory that we can put in here. So then Jack is like, oh, all right, well, this new kid's sore. Why don't you come help me find Sally? Since you're just a strange vampire child that just showed up here. <laughs> and i'm like i'm not the mayor but i kind of run this place yeah because the mayor's like got that spinning head yeah he's got like the a, two faces and like a witch hat kind of yeah but jack is definitely in charge because he is the most charismatic guy here yeah he just like he's like you're just you're just here to look good it's my town 
you're a figurehead. Yeah. This is Jack Country. I think it might be the mayor actually comes running in saying that the Heartless have gone berserk and they're attacking people. So he's just like, all right, well, come on, Sora, let's go fight the Heartless. And so now you can switch in uh, Jack to your team. And he's eight feet taller than everyone else. And it's <laughs> sometimes very alarming because he'll just be like fighting. And like he'll come out of the corner, just all legs, just like, ha, ah, oh, no, nope, I'm like- fine. Is he, like, off screen? Like, his head is always off screen because he's so tall? A little bit. Like, he's always in the corner just kind of looming, but he jumps a lot. Ugh. So, like, you'll just see, like, the spider like legs and limbs just everywhere. And he's like, oh, my God, Jack. You just come Jesus. out of nowhere. And there's eight feet of you. That's too spooky. Uh, very lanky is very spooky to me. Uh, there was a, a monster in a Darkwing Duck cartoon named Paddywhack. And it's, like, the scariest shit I ever saw. <laughs> I don't think I can remember that guy. I'll send you a link. It's horrifying. <laughs> well, after all this, you go, you find all the Heartless that are going berserk, and Jack's still just like, I don't understand why the Heartless are attacking us. I made that weird, crazy heart contraption that shouldn't be controlling them. They weren't violent beforehand. <laughs> and then um, Zero shows up, and he takes you to go find Sally, and you find Sally in like a little area that you have to fight more Heartless, and she's like hiding in the corner. And okay. Jack does a whole like, oh, I have to get memories from you. And she's like, oh, do you mean this? And she pulls out flowers and they're forget-me-nots. Oh, uh, nice. Yeah. And of course, Sally does, is like the only reasonable person in this entire movie. Just, and they're going like, hey, this is kind of a bad idea, Jack. You probably shouldn't try to control these weird, mysterious creatures that just randomly showed up. And he's like, nah, it's fine. <laughs> Don't worry about it, kid. Uh, you start heading back to do all the heart stuff with Finkelstein. But then it cuts to uh, Lock, Shock, and Barrel were, like, hiding in a sarcophagus somewhere. The, okay. Like, the three little kids that work for Oogie Boogie from the movie. Right, right, yeah. Yeah. And um, they go and tell Oogie Boogie that everyone's making a heart to control the Heartless, and Oogie Boogie is part of, like, the evil council. Yeah. And he's just kind of like, oh, sweet. Mm. That's convenient. Go, go steal that so I can control the Heartless now. Ah, trying to go into business for himself. <laughs> It's not going to end well, Oogie Boogie. Uh, and then Lock, Shock, and Barrel go and steal your completed heart once you get it working and you control the heart and you get the heartless to listen to Jack now. But then the Lock, Shock, and Barrel show up and steal it and you have to chase them down and you get like a little mini boss fight where you get to beat up three tiny children. The American dream. Yeah. <laughs> I guess it's a change of pace because it's usually adults beating up you, the player character child. Yeah. And now it's like you getting to take it out on like smaller, tinier kids that are just trying to trick or treat. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think at this point, Sora's like, I'm just going to hit him with my keyblade. Like, yeah. it's it's fine. They're they're being bad. I'm just going to hit him with his keyblade. Sora has two modes. It's either I'm going to become your best friend ever, or I'm going to beat you to death with yeah. this blood instrument I have. <laughs> I'm going to kill you with this very specific weapon. And um, after you defeat the three of them, they're all, like, scared. They're just like, oh, Oogie Boogie has it. Please stop beating the shit out of us. We're children. <laughs> so then Jack's all like, ah, Oogie Boogie. I knew it had to be him. Let's go find him. So you go track down Oogie Boogie. And I think he, like, eats the heart or something. The weird, like, not a real person heart, but, like, the weird the, the made heart. The contraption, yeah. Yeah, so just, he's just like, ah, oh. or or he might not eat it. I honestly can't remember, but I feel like he eats it. That seems like an oogie boogie thing to do. That's a very oogie boogie move. Yeah. And, like, you're, he's in, like, this weird room that I think they kind of used in the movie, where it's, like, a weird, like, chess room that's slash torture chamber, and it all looks yeah. like cards and stuff. I think that was in the movie. I... I have vague memories of that. Actually, yeah, because now I remember him flipping over one of the cars and Jack's just, like, chilling on it. Yeah. 
So you're in that room, and he eats the heart, and he's just like, ah, now the heartless will listen to me, and only, like, two show up, and he's just like, what? <laughs> no, no one disrespects me. And then he just goes insane, and you have to start fighting him. So you get to fight him in, like, this weird, crazy casino bar thing, but it's like the roulette bar, or roulette wheel. Okay. And uh, you have to, like, keep moving and, like, get in the right spot so you can jump up to where Oogie Boogie is, because he's kind of, like, on the top circle area. So, like, he's running around while the roulette wheel's, like, a little bit lower, and it's okay. going around. So you have to, like, line up so you can jump up there and start beating the shit out of him. Okay. And then uh, I think he eventually will, like, keep knocking you back into the roulette wheel, and you have to keep doing that over. It's, it sounds repetitive, but it's actually not that bad of a fight. It sounds like you could kind of make it fun. Yeah. With the, the spinning wheel being part of it. Like, instead of just being like, oh, great, you just pushed me very far away now. It's like, well, now I get to go on a ride for a minute, I guess. Yeah, it's more like every time he pushes you away, you at least have something to do until you get back to him. It's not like you're just chasing him. You're just like, oh, now I have to, like, deal with this, and then I'll go deal with you. Yeah. And then um, after you defeat him here, he does the whole, like, where he splits apart and starts to, like, oh, my bugs, my bugs. <laughs> and uh, then, like, he, his little sack body falls apart and his bugs go everywhere. And we're just like, all right, cool, we're done with that. <laughs> I guess we'll just leave. And you start trying to leave, like, his little house. And then um, his house, like, absorbs all of his bugs and, I guess, his uh... essence. Oh, and now no. you have to fight him again, but it's his entire house that's him. So now that's you have to fight a neat. house. That's pretty neat. Pretty gross, because it, like, is, is it buggy? Like, is it, like, a buggy version of the house, or is it just, like, possessed? It's just, like, a possessed version of the house, okay. and there's, like, weird, like, bubble spots that you have to get to and start destroying, and, like, a bunch of Heartless will keep popping up. It's okay. just It's annoying, because, like, you'll keep getting knocked off the house, and have to, like, run back up on the house and, like, try to get back to where you were. And, like... It's not that hard, like, it's very linear, but it's just one of those, like, because of how the design is, like, there's just a bunch of little areas that you can fall off really easily. Yeah. And I'm just, I'm very bad at, like, platforming in video games, so <laughs> there's, like, I'm shaking a little bit, and you have to jump up on this ledge, I'm just like, oh, god. Oh, I'm not making that ledge. <laughs> and this uh, is also the area that I think I mentioned that if you don't get a Trinity Mark here, it's gone forever in the original. Oh, yeah. yeah. That sucks. Yeah, because you have to go up the house to get to, like, his first boss battle, and there's a Trinity Mark somewhere, and if you miss it in the original cut of the game, it's gone forever once you beat this boss. That bites. Yeah. That seems like a pretty big oversight, I it, would say, yeah, uh, Square it was, Enix. <laughs> but they did fix it in the final mix that came out on the PS3. Is it just, like, on the house still? They put it on the floor, like, because uh, once the house is gone... Once you beat this boss, there's, like, a little floor area and, like, a little gate, and they just put it down, like, next to the gate instead. Okay. So they're like, now it's just, like, it's just there. It's not on the yeah. house. You just go touch it. Yeah, but, oh. like, the first time I played the final mix, I didn't realize they moved it, so I kept running around the house. That is that is time. Actually, almost done. I feel like we would have definitely finished if we didn't talk, if I didn't just get super deep in uh, talking about your printed out version of... <laughs> Nightmare Before Christmas. No, I deserve it. It's fine. <laughs> Don't mean to blow up your spot, but I was like, the greatest shit I've ever heard. So. No, it's, it was, it's very embarrassing. I deserve to be made fun of for it. <laughs> that's, the, that's the spirit, I guess. I, I, was, I was very um, obsessed with this movie when I was a kid. Um, I haven't seen it in a long time. And like, I, it's fucking crazy that it's a Disney movie. Yeah. Like, I, I definitely still watch it every year. And I still I, have I, it memorized. I should probably 
this year I should probably watch it. I usually just watch a bunch of Bond movies in October because I don't like scary movies. That's right. Uh, so uh, then I watch Hocus Pocus on Halloween because it's that is tradition to watch a hokey, uh, to watch a hokey pokey. That's uh, right. David also hates scary movies, so I'm like, let's watch this horror movies. Like, just put on Nightmare Before Christmas and leave me alone. <laughs> anyway, uh, Shannon, what can we expect next time on Kingdom Smarts? Well, we're probably gonna have about a minute of Halloween Town. Okay. <laughs> and then after that, we get Neverland. Oh, now I'm pretty excited about Neverland because that's one of my favorite movies um, of Disney movies is Peter Pan. But also because I know of all the weird fucking copyright shit. And I guess it didn't apply to the Disney movie and to Kingdom Hearts. Because like I know that it was like given to a children's hospital, which re-upped the copyright for like 50 years or so. After the guy who, like, created Peter Pan died. So, like, I'm glad that they made it into the game. Yeah, it um, actually makes it into this game and Birth by Sleep. But I don't think it's in too many other Kingdom Hearts games. Okay. Or it might be. Well, we'll find out when we get there. It's probably in all the ones that mimic Kingdom Hearts 1, because there's, like, two games that do that. Yeah. But I honestly don't know, because those games I usually just watch the cutscenes for, because I don't want to play Kingdom Hearts one over again if it's not kingdom hearts one right so that's gonna do it for us for today we will see you next week uh if you want to talk to us or follow us on twitter we're at kingdom smarties and uh every week shannon does a visual companion to go with the episode so you can see all the cool stuff that we're talking about you can email us at kingdom smarts podcast at gmail.com i'm on twitter at jj underscore mason i'm on twitter at shannon manor i've been jake i've been shannon And that's been Kingdom Hearts. We were so close to finishing this world. Nasty trash goblin, and I'm sorry. It's all right. Uh, uh, I, I usually am. I just fake it for you guys. <laughs> you don't have to. No, I should leave up some mystery. <laughs>